Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Oh, yes. We did it. Hey. Hi. Lady Hi, Journey. Everybody. Yes. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Lady Journey. I am one of your beautiful hosts, hostesses. Um, my name is Katie Hannigan, and today we are recording via Zoom. So please forgive us if we have any little glitches. I'm sure you will um you will surely let us know in the reviews section of iTunes because apparently that is what that is now for. So thank you <laughs> for the support. The constructive criticism we've received and just a reminder uh, please give us a five-star rating and if you yeah. down put it in the review also don't leave what is it so this is the review we just got and i'm like can you guys not leave this kind of shit yes, on our review more. had no idea sarah has new pod as i'm a tuesday oh and blow joe more it's like <laughs> is that from a lady i wonder if that was from a lady the audience we have specifically catered this podcast towards, but no, all men are welcome. And we actually have a um, wonderful um, male guest. Uh, please give us a big round of applause, everyone, for Sean Donnelly. Welcome, Sean. Hello, welcome. Lady Journeys. How are you? You're so great. <laughs> I, I, um, hello, your shock jock fans that you have really just. <laughs> We're trying so hard to get female listeners and all we get is like sad dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but every comment. And, and you guys are welcome to continue supporting the podcast because <laughs> you are all we have at this point. Yeah, yeah. You, what you, need, you get what you, what you get, I get. You but it's like help every, your fan base. Every comment is like, blow Joe Moore and free Louie. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same yeah. on all of my, it's the same. And I love like, I'm, you know, really focusing on my social media right now. And everything is like, you have to interact, interact with the fans. It's like all my fan interactions is like a lonely man writing to my Facebook being like, hey, I love that photo of you eating ice cream. Like, what are you doing later? I'm like, okay, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Richard, go to work. <laughs> Either buy my soap or get off my goddamn page. <laughs> yep, so, yep, yep. But it's amazing to have a have a guy on the podcast. We don't we really don't have that many male guests, Sean, but I thought you would be perfect because I know you are on several journeys. I am on I am on multiple journeys right now, multiple lady oh, journeys I for myself. It um the the big one it you know what it is i i think the you could the, the over encompassing journey is becoming an adult i'm a 44 year old man that still kind of isn't an adult so adulting is part of the uh is part of the game here and uh i i was saying that uh i i'm 44 years old and i got my first plant about three weeks ago oh, i love that how's that going <laughs> I, I was really excited about it i don't even know I was like, I had this thing. I'm like, oh, if I buy a plant, that'll be a first step in being like a serious adult. Like that'll. So I just went to the plant store in Queens, like down the block from my house. And I asked the guy, um, I, I basically just did it off look. And I just asked different, different details about the plants. 
And uh, some of them seem kind of beat up and a little bit kind of rough. So I didn't want to go for those. And then I went for a thing called a money tree, which is basically a plant. And it's supposed to bring good fortune in, um, I believe, in the Asian culture. So I I got one of those. And but the guy, of course, I got a plant that's like it's watered weird right away. Like the guy was like, listen, so what you got to do, I was like, I'll get this one after I bought it. He's like, like, all right, so what you got to do is uh, you got to get on a schedule with it where you water it from the bottom because the roots get soaked. Like, I guess the the, 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 um, okay. the roots get so soaked and they get they get waterlogged, not damages the plant. So I literally have to give this plant a bath once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You went straight to the advanced plant. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the, uh, the, yeah, exactly. I went to the, the uh, advanced physics of plants. And, uh, so I, I, that's the way I do it. Cause I'm like, he's like, you have to water it from the bottom. Hmm. And I was like, where do I do that? Cause like, he's like, oh, you, you have to get like a, a bowl. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have a bowl big enough. That's another reason I'm not an adult. I don't have a big enough bowl to water this damn plant. So I literally just fill up my bathtub halfway. I put the plant in it. And I wait about five <laughs> minutes and then I put the plant on. But like it was kind of insane. I, I, I put it back in the thing. It was kind of insane how attached I got to this plant, like right away. Like I look right away. Aww. I was like, I was on the phone with my girlfriend, and I'm like, oh, I gotta feed you. Like I already started talking to the plant. <laughs> like immediately started talking to the plant. And the plant is doing well. Like I was worried about the plant because the guy was like, Oh, you gotta put in direct sunlight. But he was lying because I think I was like burning the leaves a little bit. So I moved him back. <laughs> I moved him back a hair. And then on top of that, I started talking to the plant like right away. Like it didn't even I didn't feel weird about it at all. I think that's seven years of therapy made me OK with talking to a plant right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm pretty yeah. open to uh, a weird, awkward. Also, I think comedy makes us very, very adept to awkward conversations. So. <laughs> So what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I asked the plant. I do crowd work with the plant in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like we don't, we usually have to carry the conversation anyway. So yeah. that's, you're just really working on that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. So are you, know, you what do you do for a living? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I'm, I feel like that could break you on TikTok, plant crowd work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'd probably get a million freaking views, you know, 15 years of comedy up until one clip of a plant crowd work. But um, but yeah, so I'm happy about it because I mean, it's still alive. So that's saying something, you know, it's still yes. it's still going three weeks in. I didn't kill this plant. And um, the only weird thing is it's growing. It's weirdly growing away from the wind. Like it's 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 set in from my window mm. and it's kind of leaning the other like like the, away from the window, which is like, oh, why isn't it going towards the, the sun? sunlight? Yeah. Yeah. Really strange. Maybe it, about, is, maybe it is too hot for it. Yeah, it, it might be. It might be going away from it, but I have it far enough in the apartment. But my apartment does get kind of hot during the day when I'm not here. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's like thrown off or something. I don't know. But it did set me off. I do. It makes me think about have more an appreciation for plants. Like I want to get more. Yeah. And there's like, it's something, there's something cool to it. I like the idea of it. I like the idea of like taking care of this thing. That's like living, but you don't think that you don't like, you don't, unless you're like into plants already, you don't even think of plants as, as living, you know? So yeah. I kind of like, I like the idea of it. Yeah. And it's a great, an- Oh, oh sorry. sorry. Go Kate. ahead, Sarah. You go ahead. No, I was just saying I got, it's weird. Cause you feel like it should be low maintenance. 
And it's actually not like I had an orchid and my landlord gave it to us as a gift. And he was like, don't, it's very low maintenance. And I was like, no, it's not like, (laughs) cause it can't stay in sunlight all the time. So, and then it needs a little bit of sunlight. So I had to move it around the apartment all throughout the day. (laughs) But you're just like, this is ridiculous. Like I didn't get into it. If I wanted to like to take care of something, I might as well just have a baby. Yeah. Your friend's like, Hey, want to go to lunch? Like I have to walk my plant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I, what I like I, about plants too. It's like a metric for like you go into someone's home, you immediately know how well they're doing. It's like, oh, yeah. you have like you're taking time for yourself, you're caring for your plants versus what my apartment looks like right now, which is like uh one is dead and the other <laughs> is on the way out. And it's like, well, you're probably um spinning out emotionally, which I am. Um, so <laughs> I like to be I like people to know, you know, like welcome to my yeah. home. We're yeah. They're also expensive if you go out and buy them. And then you also have to get a nice pot for it. Like what kind of pot do you have your plant in right now? It's in like a ceramic. It's it was already painted. It came with the plant. It's white. Okay. but yeah, it wasn't cheap. I think the whole thing all together, it was like 60 bucks or something. Like it That's wasn't... why it's called a money tree, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. Love it. They're like, hey, by taking your money, but, but it has, it's good luck. So you'll, I'll get, you'll get 60 bucks back eventually by, from the universe. That's it what it feels what like a course I just enrolled for on TikTok. I'm <laughs> <laughs> learning the stock market. Yeah, well, like yeah learning annex money tree course. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah, so core. Uh, but, but yeah, but, so, but I'm like, I kind of, I agree with you. It's like you, you full on, like you can tell with somebody is like has their stuff together because they're like, they are taking time. I think that's a problem with people in our world is like, especially in the beginning, like how much your own, such a one track mind when it comes to what we do. So it's like, I think that could happen in other worlds. People's jobs take over, you know, so it's good to have something else. Um, uh, something else on the side, even if something as small as like watering a plant, which I like, I don't know why I just never thought about it before in my life. Like I, 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 I really, I used to have a joke about how I, before I was married, I lived like an assassin because I really just, everything just in my apartment. Like people, if you get in my apartment, you'd be like, you just moved in a week ago. Like it's like still <laughs> like that. I have one, I have one picture behind me in the video. I, I put that up about six months ago <laughs> and has no, there, it's not sharing the wall with any other pictures. It's one poster of Goodfellas in the, in the office area I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm basically a college freshman that's <laughs> yes. this is so funny because like we have rosebud baker on of uh, and she's very into decor and we were really going in I-, I was listening to the episode i'm like are we going in too hard making fun of dudes with their decor you know no it's and really bad this is <laughs> so bad. everything <laughs> I was like, Mike had a Scarface poster. I'm like, I hope that wasn't hurtful. But it's like, oh no, this is just actually the reality of the situation. No, I went into a guy's uh, apartment once to podcast and he had decorated himself. He wasn't gay. Not that that's a stereotype, but um, it does it comes in my mind. Uh, and he had a nautical theme and I was like, really impressed and he did it all himself and it's like not a theme I would go with but I was just impressed that he put together a nice looking apartment for himself and I was like this is how you get the ladies wow a a man overboard (laughs) (laughs) I love a nautical theme that's very masculine it's almost like in 
seems like very a dude thing to do too. Like, well, this is where I pretend I'm a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. the captain. So, by nautically, you just meant Johnny Depp posters everywhere? Johnny had a treasure chest. <laughs> <laughs> did he have that thing with, with no, by nautical? Did he have those two paddles like in an X? On yeah, the wall. <laughs> the navigation thing on the boat. Oh no of, way! Like, like, um, like Moby Dick themed art. But I like, <laughs> I liked it. Scrimshaw on the tables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have the tractor set and maps everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You walk in the apartment. He's like, "Hoy!" <laughs> You're like, "All right, that's a little bit too much. Take it, take it down a notch." Hey, but it's better than like some guy's apartment you go into and you're just like, it's the most depressing place that I've ever been in. Yeah, that's my place. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, not um, anymore with this money tree. And your no. poster. <laughs> yeah, my, say, I, I'm going to have a money theme. I'm just going to start stapling $100 bills on my wall. That should yeah. be impressive. <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. I actually, I'm like feeling inspired to get a money tree myself. I don't know if I could be like bathing it, but I love getting something like that anything that you're like externalizing your manifestation of prosperity, you know, it's something good to like, even if it's like, okay, whatever, this is a little magical thinking. Like I got this money tree. Now I'm going to have money. It's like, actually, I do think that kind of stuff works in a way where you're like, I found $5 money tree. Well, yeah, I, I think you're right. And even, even professionally, I, I, I have my, my ex-manager I had would be like, Hey, you should write out five goals you have for the year. Mm-hmm. And and I since we stopped working, I haven't done that. I should do that. I think the manifestation thing is a thing. But I remember one year I was like, I didn't I couldn't think of any good ones. And I wrote like, oh, this like, and, and three of the things came true in like six months. And I, you know, that could just be a coincidence, which I'm, I'm sure it might be. But I do think there is something the same way that if you like start making yourself busy, stuff comes down the pipe. I've had that happen, too, where I'm like, oh, yeah. I've sent out some emails and done some stuff. Um, then out of nowhere, you get somebody reaches out about about something with work or something, whatever it is. So I think you're absolutely right. I think I think the energy. Have you ever watched Surviving Death? It made me believe in a lot of energy stuff. Oh yeah, that show is really interesting. I think too, it's just like the way your mind works when you put stuff out there. Then your mind like recognizes it. You know, like if you didn't have the money tree, you find five dollars. You're like, okay. But if you have it, you're like, it's working. (laughs) (laughs) This tree's paying off. (laughs) Like a a slot machine. I got something kind of similar. Well, I got a cactus, which I was inspired to buy it because I was um, not booking a lot of work at the time. This was during the pandemic. It was like pretty deep into the um, first year. And I was reading some kind of like actor blog that was about like recovering from an audition that you got really close, which I didn't, I didn't even get a call back, but you know, in my mind, I'm like, they want me. (laughs) It was like, think, you know, embody the spirit of the cactus, you know, the cactus gets, it gets its little deluge of water once in a while. And then it kind of holds on to it. And, you know, when you're not getting work or when you're kind of in between projects, you can be like, oh, I'm like the cactus. Like, I'm still okay. I'm still thriving. I'm still doing my own little secret things internally that nobody can see. So I do have a cactus from that. And it was kind of fun because I would, um, you know, if I wasn't booking anything, I would have my little cactus and I'd be like, well, she's doing okay. 
So I guess <laughs> <laughs> it's you and me, babe. It's just you yeah. and the cactus. Well, I think I'd rather get a money tree so I could be like, I'm going to make money instead of like, it's going to be a long winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah, I think you're right, and I I I, lo I love the idea of that where it's like, I think because I think we're all just like we're just dying, especially with this kind of stuff with 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 uh, show business stuff and all that. You're just dying inside your head on a daily basis, but you're tr but the the idea is like everybody's doing it, but nobody's sharing it enough. Right? Nobody's sharing it to a point where you're like it's calming you down. So it's good to be like, let me be resilient like the cactus. Let me just take a little yes. bit. Hey, I got this little thing here, little thing here, trickling in this, this type of thing. Oh, I, I, I think it's a great idea, uh, uh, you know, because it, 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 it makes you, um, it kind of puts it in different, uh, di different perspective than just like, oh my God, I have to obsess, 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 you know? Yeah. Like how jealous do you get when you see people, yeah, having people have quit uh, and, you, and you get jealous of them in a certain way where you're like, oh yeah. Oh my God, it happens all the time. But like, I think the idea of it is like being in it, but being like, I don't know, being like as, 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 as um, realistic and as like, I don't know, as like a like whole as possible or something. It's very totally. hard to do. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. It's, it's hard to not obsess over success and kind of spin off into that. And, but, but when you do have like the grounding you know, the grounding objective of like, I'm being like a cactus. I get, you know, if I get a booking, like I'm taking it for what it is and I'm letting it like fuel me. Like there, another booking is coming. If it's a right. little while, like all the, you know, who knows? Like, am I dead? It, it, like my cactus, <laughs> is it dead? I have no idea. Like, no one can tell. <laughs> is it dead inside? I, ha I have no clue. I just continue to water it. <laughs> exactly. I have well, another Oh, sorry. It's Go ahead, nice to also have something to take care of outside of yourself, especially with this business of like, well, at least, you know, you got a plan that you have to clean and water your like plant every day or something like just something that takes you out, I think is always good. Yes. So, yeah. Like keeping busy. Cause I, I don't know, but I know we work on stuff, the podcasts and stuff like that, but like we have way more free time during our day than like people nine to five or people, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, so yeah, I think having that as like a thing, oh, I got to do this. I got to do X, Y, and Z. Like it keeps your mind off of like the nonsense. You know? yes. yes, yes. And that is so important. It's so important to just like stay in the moment. I was watching this thing, of course, on TikTok, um, Eckhart Tolle, <laughs> and he was talking about how like so much of what's going on so many of your problems are self-created by this, like just mental chatter that you have, like constantly, you know, like, like I've decided now um, at 36 that this is my midlife crisis, I guess, that not only I want to be a doctor, but I could have been a doctor. <laughs> Meanwhile, I never had any, it was never an interest of mine, but now I like, I see like an advertisement for figs and I'm like, it could have been me. It could have been me. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny because uh, speaking of nautical, I have the same type of deal where I'm like, I probably should have worked on boats. I probably just should have been. <laughs> I have zero training yeah. on boats. I've been fishing three times in my life. Like, but I, I had the same kind of thought process. I'm like, oh my god, I missed my calling as like a longshore fisherman or something. You know? Yes, like this is. is the this is the blue collar midlife crisis of the artists. <laughs> where like, I could have, I probably should have had kids. You know? It's like <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, now, 
I have another plant called a pilia, which is also dying too. So I feel, I feel like I, I'm almost at the point where I'm like, should I just kill it and start over? But then I feel bad, you know, it's like, it's like really, it's in your thing, Sarah, which is Sarah has a plant thing where she just treats them as though they're um, in the movie seven. Yes. I, uh, you know, the sloth, I keep them barely alive for years. <laughs> yeah. It's gone into that phase where I just look at it and it just kind of makes me feel bad. Me, everybody, that's my birth control alarm, which always goes off. I have a, there's a plant right here that's actually easy to take care of. <laughs> Solar energy. I mean, happy as can be. Look how happy he is. Is this real? <laughs> I just want to, I want I want Sarah to stay on that seven thing and just have like a, a spiked watering can for the plant. <laughs> yeah, right next to it. <laughs> I love it. That's your decor theme. Yeah. I'm in a 90s horror film. <laughs> the plant finally dies. Katie's like, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> my plant is dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um so, but you're saying it's almost the pili is almost gone. I don't. I don't even. I've never even heard of a pilia before. I think. Um, it, I think it has gotten to the issue of what you're saying, which is a concern with your plant, the root rot, because it. I bought, and this is something I feel like is very. Um, it's very tricky. I did buy it in a ceramic, a beautiful ceramic pot. Um, but it had no hole at the bottom and it has no like dirt down there either. So I repotted it once and the roots were like soaked, but there's nowhere for the water to go. So mm. I need oh, it's to, like super to, saturated or whatever. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what happened with it where it's, it's just like, not, there's nothing I can do now except for just like put it in hospice. Well, you ever think of this, like when you're getting watering, like when I got watering instructions for this plant, I treated it like I was like diffusing a bomb. Like I was like, if I do one false move, this plant dies. And that's just not the case. I don't, like, yeah. like if I don't, if I don't water this plant in the tub for, yeah. for the exact amount of time it's supposed to be watered, I'm going to overwater the plant. Like if it's a minute longer, this plant's dead. And I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think it's just like repeated abuse of these plants yeah. is where, where the demise of these things will, will end up, you know? Yeah, and that's me too. It's like going on the road and then coming back and being like, whoopsie, just like. <laughs> well, I think about that, like you think, oh shit, my plants are going to die. But then you just think about like plants outside can go like my, it like won't <laughs> rain for weeks. And then it has a downpour, like an insane downpour. And you're like, they're doing fine. Like, I don't know what I'm worried about over here. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You really have, it has to be like, extreme neglect for for certain plants but like you said that one you just talked about they might it might be a where it's not for this climate or it's not like i said with yeah. mine where it's like maybe it's getting too humid in my apartment and the thing's like affected yeah. by it or something you know it's kind of yeah. it's kind of interesting you know well i do want to have more plants as we you know starting to move into fall like summer i love like just like looking outside and seeing like the lush verdant green it's so like soothing to me so i do want to have I want to get more plants as we go into fall, especially winter. Cause I just feel like it, it really makes your home. It looks great, even though it's a pain to take care of it, but it's just so nice to be like in January, like there they are. The old Yeah. yeah that's a good point. Oh, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for that chapter of my plant's life. Yes. <laughs> for your seasonal depression. For yeah. For <laughs> darkness, my old friend. <laughs> no my, my plant is just playing Xbox all day, all depressed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, now, Sean, you said you love fall because you love sweaters. Is that right? 
Yes. And here's the thing. I think I have to, I don't, I don't know if I'm alone here uh, as far as, do you, did you guys ever think this? I think it comes from like elementary school and high school where you're like, summer is my favorite season. Like we are like summer, but I yeah. think that only comes from, because it's like, Oh, we had, don't get me wrong. I do like summer, but like, I think it came from like, I have off for three months. It's summertime. Like, and I think I never, that was just at the base of my brain. And I never thought like, Hey, I might start to dig other seasons more now because I'm an adult and my summer vacation doesn't really exist anymore. So I think now my new fit, my fall is my new fit. I have to just make this statement. Fall is my new favorite season. I, I, can't, love, I love this. It. You're a fall guy. Cause I feel like women get, um, they're constantly belittling us for loving fall pumpkin spice. At Scar. Yes, yeah, lattes like basic and, yeah. bitches for liking fall, but <laughs> yeah. like, they, they have come for us. It's like every like dude, bro prank show host on TikTok is like, eat, eat a pumpkin patch. You know, it's like, okay, relax. A lot of people like fall. It's really nice. And it's not oppressively hot out and and not sweating like a maniac. So it's like, I, my thing is, I, my favorite thing to wear is sweatshirts. I'm a big sweatshirt person. Oh, yes. I love a sweatshirt too. It's something about just coziness. Blanket. Yes. 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 It's like a security blanket. Yes. I wear a Snuggie on the train. (laughs) Hello, like, lounging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just walking around in a, in a cloak-like <laughs> snuggie on the streets. But I, um, I got to the point where like I did a count. I didn't do like a full count, but I, I get a little bit crazy with. I have about thirty sweatshirts at my house. Oh, <laughs> like it's okay. like insane the yeah. amount of sweatshirts. I just keep buying them, and I the longer the more I've realized about how much I love sweatshirts. I've gotten a little bit of obsessive with like the quality of the sweatshirts I'll buy. So like I. I probably buying these. What'd you say? That's adulting. Yeah, that's adulting. Yes. yes. When you're like, I'm into cashmere now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I go to like the only, I go to this place called Todd Snyder online, who's like this designer. Okay. And, and he does like these mashups where he'll do like collabs with like different, like, like, like streetwear brands like Champion. And he has these sweatshirts and like the best sweatshirts I've ever had in my life. But I probably, some of these sweatshirts are like 130 bucks. I'm like, I probably shouldn't be getting these sweatshirts. No, I don't get a ton of them. I have a couple of them, but it's still yeah. like in my head. I'm like, oh, I can be. It. I think yeah. you deserve that. I think you deserve, especially like, oh, I'm looking at it right now. Wow, cute. I see he's got some floral prints on here. Oh, he's got a bunch. It's it's really, really high quality sweatshirts. I'm oh, to the gorgeous. point where like, I'm like George Costanza. I'll, I'll like feel people's material when they have a sweatshirt on. And, I'm like, <laughs> yes. and if it's a good one, I'm like, oh, that's a good sweat. Like you can tell like the heaviness yeah. of a sweatshirt if it's good. And I'm like a big fan of, of like legit sweatshirts. Yeah. Wow. I I've, love these. I've moved away from hoodies in my adult years because I always think they look a little they lose their shape and look depressing where a crew neck looks better. Yeah, I, agree. I totally agree. And a crew neck is better. You can wear like a little, just like a little necklace or something to like class it up, you know? Cause <laughs> I love that look of like, you're casual, but you're still like, you're, this is a lot of money, but I'm still cash, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like, I have a few hoodies, but I go now for mostly crewnecks because me looking like this, if I put a hoodie on, I just look like a lost roadie. Like I just, <laughs> I just <laughs> if I put a black hoodie on. I just look like I'm like supposed to be setting up a stage somewhere or something. Yeah. Especially the zipper ones. Like I, if I do a hoodie, I prefer the ones without the zipper, the pullover, but the yeah. zipper one always looks like it does like little tiny hills when you sit down and it. Yes. 
doesn't wear. I, well I've never seen them, and they get dirty. And then I just think of the UCB uh, hoodie that everybody was wearing like 15 years ago that now just like depresses the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like kind of gone and it's kind of like, it's kind of like a well, dead thing. Or... It's also UCB for some reason represents like a toxic work environment. Like they lost control oh, of their yes. whole theater and ran it like poorly just because like the four ended up getting their success and they didn't like, I don't know, whoever they let it run business-wise, it just got haywire. Well, it was one of the dudes, and I'm not going to say his name, but he was the guy that, and then there was the whole, the whole controversy, not to get it too far into it, but like, yeah, yeah. I think he was, remember he came out, I remember in comedy, he came out and said, we, we break even. That was the beginning of the end for that theater, I think. He came publicly in like an article or something or interview. Said, well, we I break like, even off the theaters. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. That's a money know, making it's like a nonprofit model where like somebody's making a hundred thousand dollars and they're like, well, the, the business didn't profit though. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It also got culty because I went to one of those meetings when it was like when Kurt Metzger was calling them out for not paying performers when they're charging at the door. And the male, one of the male members, the more dominant one, um, he was kind of like you anytime they say anything about us you have to stand up for us and then that's where i felt like the people in the audience or like the you know their followers were kind of like yeah. oh no <laughs> like <laughs> that's not really good to say out loud it's like read yeah. the room bozo <laughs> yeah. i'm not sticking up for anybody that i first of all like i don't know these people and i just use the theater to, as like stage time but to be like you need to stand up for us you're like i don't know what you're about like I thought this was just like a stage performance. Not that I didn't mean for this conversation to go from sweaters to UCB costumes. Oh, no. But yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's great. That's going to yeah. be the bonus. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but yeah, you're right. I remember that UCB sweatshirt as well. And I remember, uh, I feel like, yeah, if you wear your hoodies with zippers, you yeah after a certain point you just look like you work at hot topic or something like it just yeah. looks like so yeah. I, I go for a crew neck as well that's what those todd snyder things are so but going back to fall it's the perfect weather where you can just wear uh the sweatshirt and you don't need the jacket jacket yet and it's like oh my god yeah. there's a nice breeze the temperature gets great a little you're not crisp. i do love <sighs> that i love like i do love certain things about fall i have to say i am a diehard summer person and people get mad even like the heat wave i'm like i just still because my birthday's in summer so mm -hmm. that too but but i i do love fall when it just turns and it feels like we get such a short fall here in new yeah. york where it's like immediately yeah just immediately it's 30 degrees for six months and you're like why so it's yeah kind of celebrate it well you it's also get because you want to wear you only get like two weeks to wear that cool lightweight jacket yeah yeah yeah, yeah you have yeah. 40 leather jackets and you wear them each once <laughs> you also get honey crisp apples which are the best apples I on the planet love apple season i have to say i love apple season i absolutely I last time i made that apple pie i'm gonna do it again did you use honey crisp well, I think usually for an apple pie, you have to go tart because you yeah. add sugar to it. Yeah. yeah. Granny but Smith. I love Honeycrisp. I love like apples and cheese is a big snack that it's just like, I'll have that for a dinner, like a crisp, like Honeycrisp and a little 
like sharp New Zealand cheddar. Oh, I also think like it's also and I, I know we just mentioned a big comedy thing, but I mean, like it, even with when it comes to shows, because you do have that August lull and then it, it kind of goes back full force. Yes. People do kind of take a break at the end of August and uh, our our job. That's probably most things. But like, I mean, like, oh, you kind of, you know, it's not people aren't like, you know, uh, sweltering and it's 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 like they, the shows feel normal and it feels like people are out and about more and in town more so it, like it feels like business picked back up or something you know yes I love I do love that too like that back to school vibe yes yeah it has a feeling like, of hope yes oh and then we get deep in the syllabus and then I want to drop everything again <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> by midterms by Halloween you're like I'm I'm no, overwhelmed Yes. Now, well, you know, Sarah, do you have a back to school to do list that you're doing? For me, for John, for you. Oh, okay. Um, not well. I always have clothes that I want to get, but like I do like stationery, oh, and I yes. like the of it, and I like backpacks. Oh, I love it. I just got all new pens and pencils, which I'm very excited about. As you know, I love the mechanical pencil. I love pens. I'm a big pen oh, guy. Yeah, for you. I love a gel writer. Gotta love a gel yeah. writer. Oh, oh my I god! Right here, these are the best. Heavy Do duty you, gel writer. Have you found one that doesn't smear as you write across? Because that drives me insane with the gel writers. I found one, and then I, I like an idiot. I didn't write down the name of it, even though there's a pen right there. And you can't ever <laughs> find him again. You're like, yeah. what was that? I. <laughs> No, it was a big, but like, I don't know what power grip it was or whatever they call them. Yeah. Like, they, the pens have become like iPhones. They have all like version numbers now and stuff. And you're like, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to know the special pen, name. pen, the, the, the iPen, whatever they, like, whatever, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm not going to, it's just a pen. Just call it a freaking picture. Yeah. A book, you know? Yeah. Just upgrade them. I remember I used, I have horrible handwriting. And when I was a kid in school, I used to have to wear, I used to have to use like um, pencil grips for the pencil. It was yeah. like a triangle thing you put over. You felt like an idiot. I felt like a giant moron, but I was like, you would slide it over the pencil. It was supposed to help with your grip. It didn't. My handwriting is still atrocious, but yeah. On, I'm on the computer now, but I do have, I just got a new um, Panda planner. It, it's so satisfying to just like fill this out. I'm like putting my dates in, you know, I do love that for like back to school vibes. See, I kind of, I, somebody else brought up that my, my friend Ray brought up, Hey, you should get a planner. And I was like, yeah, but what, what about your phone? And he's like, it's different with a planner. And I'm like, Oh my God. So different. What's a Panda planner. Can you explain why it's different Katie? Because I want to, I am a phone person because I have it with me at all times. It syncs up to everything else, but I, it drives me insane with the time zone situation. Yeah, I've had a few boo-boos with that one where you're like, oh my God, I thought I scheduled this for 1 p.m. And now it's saying <laughs> two in the morning and it's because you're like in a different land. Well, yeah. for me, like- I've done that. Yeah, different land. You mean the state? <laughs> <laughs> you're, in that, you're in that Lord in of the Western. Rings country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Miller's. You're having 11s. <laughs> I cannot use it for planning. I do keep my Google calendar updated, but like if I'm going on the phone to like look for something, it is so easy for me to just all of a sudden I'm in Instagram and it's an hour later and I'm like, what was I doing? Uh, Where point. am I? Who am I? Why am I crying? You know, so I just get sucked <laughs> into like, 
I get sucked into the other apps. So when I have my planner, like I have to say, and I have talked about my love for Panda planners on this um, show before. And I um, did reach out to them to give us money. And they said, no, thank you. So <laughs> I'm just promoting free again. But you have this, now this is the monthly planner. Uh, so you have an entire section where you just free write everything you want to get done that week. You just free write it all out. Anything you feel uh. like this is a catch-all for any errands, anything else. And then you have your four big areas where you um, put each big topic that you're working on. So then you actually have a place to like get everything out, prioritize it, go back through and say like, actually, do I need to like, do I need to clean the fridge this week? Maybe just don't. And then you go through and you say like, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on for the week. So it has a section where you, it gives you a space to create goals and keep working towards those goals. And oh, I, so it's more than just a planner. It's like, yeah. it's like a, well, I, it's you a just sold me. I'm getting one. Yeah. <laughs> what, what'd you say, Sarah? I said, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> yes. It is a lifestyle. The, the panda no, people are like, say. the panda people are like, if anybody don't, if they say anything to disparage us, you defend us, the panda people. Yeah. <laughs> I am in the cult. I will defend them. <laughs> but I think you sold me on. I'm going to get one. It, it's really great. It's really great. And then even, you know, I have all my, I have all my old ones, so I'm transferring right now, but in the process, I'm going back through, I'm looking at like, oh, did I ever do the, um, did I ever write a book? This <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to find, like, I actually did most of these, but did I ever do texting Jason? Yeah. You know, and then I'm like, oh, Jason, which I yeah. did actually, he still has my hard drive and I'm glad <laughs> I just remember. <laughs> just read that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder, it almost takes a page out of that, like that artist, what's it called? The artist life book or whatever artist it's called? Way. Artist way, yeah. Artist way. Yeah. It reminds me of that kind of. We have a lot of relationship with that on yeah. this show. I no, love sure. it. Yeah. it. <laughs> well, because I do morning papers and I start it back up again, but they really turn into little suicide letters. <laughs> it's, it is I'm getting so, so good at writing them. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's really easy to get on a spiral and then you're just still in the spiral uh, yeah. like, where I don't feel like that's productive. No, it's not. Sarah, Sarah's gone and she left like 4,000 quasi suicide notes. We can't tell. It's like, looks like one that says get peanut butter at the end of it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a joke like that. Um, I think it was like a, a year ago where it's like, I've been writing more. I'm so proud of myself. It's mostly suicide notes at this <laughs> <laughs> you know, work is work. Writing's writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, one thing I love about fall, um, which I am so desperately looking forward to is the change in weather. I am a, I love roasting. I love roasting stuff in the oven, um, not comedy to be clear. Um, uh, but I love, like, I have all my veggies and during the summer, it's so hot. And especially this past month, it has just been unbelievable that like, we'll put on the oven to roast something for like 30 minutes and the entire apartment, you're just sweating for the rest yeah. of the day. Or you're like turning on the air conditioning. It's like, this feels like it's probably why the planet is not doing well. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There, there's a dish. My, my growing up, we that's another reason I love going into winter and falls because we would have this thing roast beef with potatoes around the meat, which is like 
insanely good. So I think, that, I think that I have that back in my head as well, where it's like, oh, you can cook again. Cause I was cooking myself bre- even breakfast on the pan. I was cooking myself that yeah. each morning. And then the minute summer hits, I'm like, I don't even feel like turning on the oven in any yeah. capacity. I, what I'm realizing also that's great about fall. It's not so much now, but like all the TV shows came back on then. Yes. I, that is something yes. I'm also so looking forward to. I feel like I've been in a show desert this entire summer. I'm trying to like Game of Thrones. I don't. I'm like, okay, here we are again. Like, where is Tyrion? Don't care. <laughs> Sarah was horrified by that 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 take on the show. I love Game of Thrones, but I get it. It's it's very Renaissance fair. <laughs> are you talking about the original or are you talking about the new one? The I'm new watching one. House of Dragons. Yeah. Now. I call it the house of the spinoff. <laughs> I've never seen an at one, even one full episode of game of Thrones. That shocks me to my core because you look like you were on that show. Bad <laughs> <laughs> or Vikings, right? Like it. Well, I have to say, because where it feels like it's cold and they layer a lot in this show that it's a fall show that I think maybe yes. he'd like it. Yes. <laughs> now I have a fun. Is that, is that a Todd Snyder tunic? Is that a. Yeah. <laughs> this is my fun fall recipe that I'm really looking forward to doing. And I'm going to share it on here because it's a New York times um, cooking. And I know no one's going to be able to get past the paywall at this point. There should be an app that gets past that paywall for you or somebody that goes into the Times, New York Times, and then summarizes it for you and brings us back the good info. My God, that's going to be my new Facebook Live channel. I'll make $300,000. Well, this is the thing. I love doing like one pan or like two pan meals because it is so easy. And it's like, especially like doing salads. You would think like, oh, just like throw a bag in there. It is so labor intensive, the salads, even with my chopper, as we all know, I have been using it. It's, it's changed my life, but it's like a salad you're doing. It's at least 30 minutes. And sometimes it's fun because you're, you know, doing a podcast or whatever, but like sheet pan, you're just throwing it all on. This one is so, this sounds delicious and I'm, I'm desperate to try it. So you take it's gnocchi, right. And you get it in the package at the store. That's the top pan. The bottom pan is shallots, leeks, asparagus. You turn it to like 400. You leave it in there 20 minutes. So it's two different pans. And then for the veggie pan, you add peas the last five minutes. Then you mix it all together. Little lemon zest, little Parmesan. Amazing. Wow. Easy, vegetarian. It's great. Yeah. I I actually bought one of those... um... What's the grill? It's not the George Foreman grill. It's the other one, the oh. a Ninja Grill. Oh yes. What are you and using? Very... You a smoker recently. Oh yeah, I have a smoker too. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Well, this is actually kind of funny. The original story yeah. for the I smoker <laughs> is, I, I was like, I'm a, I'm really obsessed with barbecue, and I'm like, one of my life goals is to be good at me. I want to make a perfect brisket one day in my life. Right? <laughs> I love this. This is a journey. That's a journey. This is a journey. My barbecue journey. My manly barbecue journey. (laughs) Bad journey. Bad journey. And um, (laughs) anyway, so uh, I (laughs) was living with uh, a friend of ours. We we know Robert Dean. And and we were in Long Island City. And it was like during, like maybe tail end of pandemic or whatever it was. And uh, <laughs> I did the thing where, like, I really want to get a smoker. And I'm like, I'm sure you could probably use a smoker in an apartment if you do it properly. So I just searched online, 
like, can you use a smoker in an apartment? And the minute I saw a yes, I was like, yes, there we go. There we go. I, I just Googled it. And once I saw a yes, I was like, it was like, it was like, yes, but, but I just read the yes. Right. And so I went on the Home Depot website and I bought like, <laughs> like a legit smoker, electric smoker for like $400. Wow. This thing. Yes. And I was living in like an apartment building on like 46 road. And the, I was like, all right, great. This is great. And then I, it, it, it got delivered and it was, it was gigantic and super heavy. <laughs> it got, it, it got delivered. And then I was like, you know what, let me be on, let me, let me, let me look again. So I go, can I use like this particular, I like put the model number and everything. Can I use this in an apartment? And the results were like, do not, whatever you do, do not use this in the apartment. So I just uh, gave it away. I was like, I want to learn my lesson. So I didn't sell it. I gave it to Bobby Kelly. I just gave it. He just yeah. he came from Westchester and just picked up and then did a, like a, a Instagram stories video making fun of me for buying a, I was giving the guy a smoker and he's just filming me. You know, he films his, his, his day, just films me and be like, this idiot bought a smoker for an apartment. And I'm like, but I'm giving it. I'm giving it to you. And uh, and then he just took it and he I think he still uses it, whatever it is. But yeah, I was the moron who bought a smoker. And then now I'm in a new place in Astoria. And my landlord, who's just this old Greek lady, was was nice enough to let me buy an outdoor smoker and like chain it to the stairs in the back. And I just wow. uh, me and me and Jason Salmon, uh, we've we've made uh salmon. I said salmon. Uh, <laughs> speaking of smoking, I, um, I, we, we've, we've smoked a few things like ribs and, uh, chicken and, and, uh, and uh, steaks and stuff like that on, on there. And, but the, the goal is to make a perfect brisket. So yeah. Oh, I love brisket. And Sean, I remember we did a road show one time and we went to a barbecue place upstate that you picked and it was phenomenal. I love oh, it. That's my number one. Oh Where, yeah. yeah. You remember? I forget where that was, but it was, um, oh God. Yeah. We went to, I think I just, I, it was just by sight. I don't think I even knew about it. Unless we went to Hoodoo Brown in Connecticut. Was that the one? I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Hoodoo Brown's like, yeah. My buddy told me about Hoodoo Brown. Hoodoo Brown's oh like my legit. God. That place was unbelievable. And I, I'm glad I remember to ask you that because yeah. I want to go back there someday. Hoodoo we should all take a ride. Yeah. We should just go. Oh my God. The brisket there was, that's probably the best brisket that I have ever had in the North that hasn't been like, at least in Cincinnati. Yeah. Like I, so what it was is like, I grew up here for the, I grew up in Long Island, like, and we didn't have legitimate Texas barbecue until like, I don't know, I would say in New York until like seven, eight years ago. Like when, yeah. when uh, yeah. Mighty Quinn started and, and Hill Country, yeah. it's in, and even they are like decent, but Hoodoo, they really nailed, like you could put Hoodoo up against any place in Austin or in, in, in Dallas, I feel like, or, you know, out, out in Texas. Oh, they're yeah. like legit, legit. Yeah, they're good. Wow, that's not they're even good. that far. I'm looking at it now. I've got, I want to go back there. It's like an it's hour and a half away from the city. Yeah. Hoodoo Brown Barbecue. It's fantastic. Bad. Yeah. No. What does it take for you to make your brisket? Like, why is this a thing that you've put on hold? Like, are are you preparing mentally for this, or do you <laughs> take classes? I <laughs> meditate. Happened yet? <laughs> I, I I meditate each day. It's called meditate. You meditate. <laughs> I I just think about meat for an hour straight. <laughs> no, you know what it is is. Briskets are expensive. They're real, yeah. like depending on the poundage, say you get an eight pound brisket, you could be spending anywhere from like, I don't know, 70 bucks to $110. Yeah. So, and you don't want to mess it up. And 
it, it basically what I realized is it's the I it's the set it and forget it kind of mentality when it comes to that's what I've seen with 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 slow cooking. So and I've seen like so guys who know it secondhand, they put the thing on, they leave it. The more times you have to open up to check, the more heat is being so the the um the differentiation and the heat is going nuts. So you get like either it gets too well done or it's you don't get you're supposed to get a certain smoke ring around the meat and it's, it's supposed to be a certain consistency and it's supposed to jiggle when you take it out and you take it out and you wrap it and then it cooks its own juices for two hours or even overnight sometimes whatever it is. So it's the it's almost like like uh like a like a dude souffle or something. It's where it's like everything has to be perfect or it can very easily be ruined. Like it's very very easy because you're because you're 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 smoking it to, it's it's supposed to be an, either an, I think an hour or an hour and a half for each pound. So you're there you're there like 8 to 10 hours on these on these briskets. So I don't want to do it unless I know exactly what I'm doing. And I'm not even close to being there yet. So because I would real that's like yeah, it's a good goal because it's like that means I think Anybody who does it probably masters it. I think it's the hardest thing to, to make on a, on a smoker, especially an offset smoker. Like if I still had that electric smoker, you can kind of, it's kind of like an oven. You can kind of set it and forget it. Like it's whatever. And you'll, you'll probably get a decent brisket, but yeah. to make it on like a legit smoker that has all the, the elements outside and the, the temperature outside affects the inside temperature and you're opening mm-hmm. the door to put other stuff on or to check it. Like it's very easy to screw it up. So that's why I'm like waiting. So what's your training process for this? We, I, you know, I've been kind of lazy this summer. It was just, we were going to do like once every few weeks, do a, a smoke of other things like ribs, like shorter smokes, like ribs. And we did, we did, we did like a um, flank steak one time or something or, or stuff like that. We're, we're going to do turkey legs coming up, stuff like that to kind of get the, the knack of it. I should be doing it more. I've just been lazy this summer, but like, it should be like a once a week thing where I'm making something on the smoke. I love well, turkey leg. Yum. It's yeah. Yeah. Got that oh, yeah, bear vibe where you're just like strolling, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, the meat yeah. juice run down your face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're Very Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> down your bosoms. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing a bustier. You know, it's fine. Yeah, oh, great. You love it. <laughs> but yeah, but I would love to like, I have like a secret fantasy of like, oh, I'm going to open up a barbecue restaurant, which is never happening, but I would love that. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Oh my God, it'd be huge. It'd be a well, cool, would, it'd be cool side hustle. <laughs> I would love that. Um, and you could have also a lot of amazing sides. Oh, yes. Sides. Well, that's yeah. Besides barbecue side. What's your top barbecue side? Everyone go. Mac and cheese. Really? I don't love mac and cheese. I mean, I, I'm a coleslaw freak. I like oh, the I- coleslaw with the meat and I put it in the sandwich. If it's a pulled pork oh, sandwich, I like oh, the sweet. So good. So it. good. But yeah. I also have to say, I love, I do love the stewed collards though. And potato salad is uh, good with sweet meats. Yes. I love potato salad. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go for, I like sweet potato. Like I like some places will do like baked sweet potatoes or baked potatoes and mm-hmm. I'll put them on, on the actual smoker. I'm, I love those. Love them. anything potato-y I like. And then barbecue desserts. Ooh. Oh, I, I have to say, I will go pecan pie because I love it. Ugh. I never, I, I never, syrup. I never have an associated dessert. I'm, I feel like I'm always, I probably just go for like a normal, like, <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> You're always full. Yeah, I'm just full. Yeah, I'm just done. I've had a whole three pounds of brisket. I'm done. But I, uh, I would probably, I would probably just go for like a summer dessert, like a, uh, like a ice cream or something. But, but I, but I, but I know what you mean. The pie is what makes sense. Like those places, they always have like pecan pie or, um, I think you're right. I, I guess banana they- pie. 
Oh, banana yeah. pudding. Yeah. Yeah. It is a very barbecue type type deal, but I never, I don't know why I never go for that. Maybe, maybe because it is, I'm, I'm Dunzo, Dunzo Renium. I'm a meat sweats. Well, I like, I sometimes think cornbread is like sweet enough as itself as with butter that that, that plays as a good dessert in itself. Definitely. So delicious. Yeah. Do you guys like when they put like they have actual corn in the cornbread? Like, have you had that happen? Yeah. When you go to, do you I enjoy like it? A corn pudding, a corn pudding. Oh my God. I used to do catering years ago and they would serve a corn souffle that was just so mm. delicious. It was like, it was like corn pudding basically, but it was like a little like step above, you know, cause I had like fresh herbs or whatever, but it was sweet. Oh, so good. Do, do all of us wish we had the career of the corn kid right now? Yeah. <laughs> I heard them talking about that on TikTok and I did not know. And then the song finally came up on my for you page. And I was like, this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the kid, the kid's doing cameo. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. I know he's skyrocketing. That could be us. Just keep putting out content. Uh, well, um, corn yeah. on TikTok corn is porn sometimes. So I thought it was coded language for like a porn song. So did I. I thought that too. Because uh, because there's all these chicks dancing with corn. And I'm like, oh, are they trying to say they watch porn or something? Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. I had the same thought. And then I realized, and then I saw the clip of the kid and I'm like, oh no, this is just adorable. And uh, this kid's going to make a billion dollars. Just And also, it's like the catchy part is the song. And I didn't know this. Another TikTok tells you that. I don't know if you saw this one. TikTok, which is now just the new TV and radio. Um, yeah. Another one told you that the people who made it are the same act that made the uh, hide your kids, hide your wife guy from like 10 really? years ago. Yeah. I was saying, I was saying this to Mike. Um, it has a lot of similarities to it. Yeah, you know? it does. It's nice that they have had a comeback. It's kind of like John Travolta on the <laughs> online world. <laughs> yes. Wait, what did John like, Travolta? Oh, yeah, it? yeah. Like, like that's you their know, Pulp Fiction. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're back. Like, that's great. Because those guys, all of that, this is, that's why I just love the internet. It's like, you, you're like, who thinks of this? No exec in Hollywood would ever be like, this, this is going to be the hit. Like, as That's what I enjoy about it. online stuff is like you get a song about corn and it yeah. sweeps the nation. Because it's or, truly or, creative. You know, it's not like, oh, are, are people going to like this? They can't get there. It just comes up organically. Like like, like that guy, yeah. that skateboarder dude from California with the uh, oceans for drinking the cranberry juice. And people just immediately love that guy. And now he's like in a movie. Like now yeah. he's like, and he's probably got millions of dollars. And I think he was kind of, <laughs> it's true. He has like so much money. And I think he was like getting kicked out of his apartment or his house or something. I forget his that's name. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, that's kind of the, the way things go now. The same way that like, you'll see, yeah, if your song gets, now it's more worth it. If your song, if you're a musician and your song's trending on TikTok, I feel like that's, it's probably just laps. If you were getting played on the radio four times a day, it's probably the way, way more. To wrap up, let me ask you, Sean. Okay, so brisket, is that your favorite fall food? Uh, no, no, I would say my mom's roast beef with potatoes around the meat is my favorite fall food. Really? Yeah, so, so yeah, home cooked food is my favorite fall food. Going okay. for like, because when we go, I go there, go home now, we don't like because the same reasons we said about like not wanting to put on, turn on the oven. But then when you get back and you're having like uh, my mom will make like if, as far as roast stuff goes, she'll make roast chicken. She'll make pot roast. She'll make uh, we never had brisket growing up. It was always pot roast. But mm -hmm. roast beef was like 
during the winter, it'd be like at least once a month. It was fancy. So that's like my favorite nostalgic, like back in the day. That's like Irish food. brisket, right? Yeah, it's like Irish brisket. Yeah, yeah it's like Irish brisket. <laughs> Um, now, okay, is that your favorite food of all time? I'm dying. Would, uh, no, my favorite food of all time. I'm a big chicken person. With all this really? roast talk, I love any type of chicken. I'm a big uh, connoisseur of fried chicken. That's my 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 go to. Oh, okay. um, so my favorite food of all time is probably fried chicken. I love it. Oh my god! So yeah. I'm very I'm very picky with like oh I, like I can I can just like people with like a sommelier of fried chicken. Like I can tell you. <laughs> If it's well-made fried chicken, you know. What's your favorite fried chicken place in the city? In the city, Blue Ribbon. Blue Ribbon. Blue Ribbon's amazing. Fast food fried chicken. Which one? Fast food fried chicken. Which one's your favorite of the? Popeyes. I I would agree with you on that one. There was a time when all. Good. When they used to have all those shows in the East Village, I would always and the, like you know, oh Hanlon's had shows. I would go to KFC all the time for dinner because whatever was right there. Uh, but I never fully got on board with KFC. KFC Popeyes is 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 way better, way way, way better. better. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Popeyes, and then and then as far as Blue Ribbon is like, because Blue Ribbon is it's a fast food setup. And then you have I've been to, my ex wife would take me to like she knew I loved it so much. So like for my birthday, we'd go to like um. There was one place which was just called like bird or something. Mm. And I, when you get too fancy with fried chicken, I'm out of the game. You, it has to be yeah. fast food ish. It has to have that like, Hey, I have these, these greasy fries, a biscuit, uh, you know, you know, what used to be the best in New York. And I think, I think they had them all over was Roy Rogers when Roy Rogers mm. and it's heyday. It was like legit fried chicken, like out of yeah. control, good fried chicken. I love, I'm a big fan of Blue Ribbon though. I lived right on the, that corner when they first opened on 2nd Avenue. Like it was like 10 years ago. And I would go there late at night. I would get my little chicken, my little chicken drumstick and just you know, eat it on the street <laughs> like a little squirrel. Just pack <laughs> at your chicken drumstick. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's like, it, it's, it's the most consistent, whatever it is. And then the best barbecue I've had in the city. I don't know if you've been to hometown, but hometown in Red Hook is, uh-huh. is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, no, in I Red Hook. Red oh, Hook. That's why I haven't yeah. been there. I can't. Hill Country is good too. On 25th, 26th and Broadway. That's oh. a lot open. We used to do a mic there years ago. It's kind of a cool room. I, I, before I got married, I went there and I was like, maybe we'll have our wedding at this basement room. Yeah. Hill Country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, Sean, you've we've really been on a full journey with you today. We talked plants, we talked sweaters, and then we had, I, I did not know that you were so into meats. And- yes smoking your own <laughs> and so it's really been awesome to have you on and we so appreciate you coming um do you have anything that you'd like to promote for our listeners yeah i have a podcast myself it's called the uh, brand new jerks i do it with a really funny comedian ray zawadney and i also have a radio show every wednesday on sirius and on september 20th i'm launching my uh youtube channel where you can find uh my comedy and ufo talk i'm going to do, start doing ufo things on my youtube channel so uh, it's just search for Sean Donnelly on YouTube and, it, and you'll see Shawnee boy's name of the channel, but I haven't gotten the personalized name thing yet. So search for Shawnee boy and you'll find it. Awesome. So we'll link it. We'll link it below. So okay, everybody cool. check out, check out down there to find all of Sean's links. <laughs> it's like you're pointing to your crotch <laughs> down there. I was in, the, I was in the vagina monologues in college and that was, um, <laughs> That was one of the pieces down there. <laughs> the vagina monologues. That's what I call it when I'm bombing. <laughs> it's been a one woman show. Thank you. 
Um, well, thank you again so much for coming on. And thank you for having me. You guys, next time, yeah, check out our Patreon for our bonus and please uh, leave a five star review. Thank you, guys. Lady Journey. Lady Journey. <laughs>